Welcome to the Step In, Step Up podcast. This is a conversation designed to help you get the most out of your Step In, Step Up journey. Today, we have a great episode, so get ready. Podcast time! All right. This is a special shout out to all eight of you who are listening to this. Uh, Thanks for being here from the beginning. Jeremy, tell them about our sponsors. We are sponsored this week by literally no one. (laughs) We have, uh, so we have a few spots available should you be interested in being a sponsor for our If you want to step in and step up, uh, I promise this is going to go somewhere and this is going to be really fun. So as you guys have probably heard on Sunday morning, we are going to be spending the next couple of months stepping in and stepping up into what God has for us. And there's only so much you can talk about on a Sunday morning. There's only so much you can do during announcements, during a message. And so what we wanted to do is provide these podcasts to kind of give a little extra layer of why we are doing all of these things, getting ready for the church plant that's going to be launching in 2020. And so for the first couple of podcasts, we're just going to be looking at why spiritual growth and how to do spiritual growth and all that stuff. So Matt, kind of just kind of kick us off. Why spiritual growth? Yeah, I'll dive into that in just a sec. The reminder I want to put out to you as we're diving into this is that's our goal this month in June. Um, A great spiritual foundation um, is the foundation for every kingdom endeavor. So don't forget to sign up for one of those Walking with the Holy Spirit classes if you haven't yet. Don't forget to grab a Bible and take it home. We want everybody from our church in the Word. But let me dive into that uh, why growth thing. That's a good question. When I think why growth, uh, there's a lot of things that jump out at me. If I'm just going functionally, if I if I'm just going, let me look at my life and the lives of people around me. It becomes pretty obvious that God has wired us to grow. Uh, if you look at studies from the workplace, what do people love? What do people like? What makes people feel alive? There's this thing called mastery. And we want to know we're getting better. We want to know that we are one place now, but three weeks later, I have the opportunity to be in another place that's um, deeper, or more mature, or more advanced. I think if you look at this, you think about any hobby. Uh, you 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 look at some guy and he goes fly fishing one time with his buddy, and he gets hooked on fly fishing. No pun intended, but he goes fly fishing and he goes home and he starts thinking about fly fishing. So he buys a pole, and then he goes back and he fly fishes a little more, and he goes, "Oh my gosh, I would have had a fish if I would have had a little bit better of a fly." And then he starts, you know, before you know it, you have that guy looking under the big magnifying glass, tying a little fly in his garage at midnight. And, and why why does that happen? Nobody wakes up and says, I want to tie a fly in my garage at midnight. But there's something in us that wants to get better and better and better at what it is we do. Uh, I think we have that thing in us spiritually too. There's a part of us when we think about God that naturally wants more of him, to wants to know him more. When we think about spiritual maturity, well, of course we want to grow. All right. So let's say I buy all that and I'm tracking with you. Make the case for me, though, that this is actually something that it's like biblical, like that God has said that's that, that spiritual growth is not just a hobby. It's something that oh, God man, really yeah. wants us to do. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I think you see it, first of all, over and over and over. Look at the life of Peter. I mean, that's the classic example. You have the guy uh, who's always putting his foot in his mouth. 
throughout the narratives when he walked with Christ, and then you watch him grow, and you see that kingdom confession where he says, you're the Christ, the Son of the living God, and Jesus is just so pumped when he hears that. You watch him deny Christ. Um, you watch him deny Christ right before Jesus is crucified, but then you see the Holy Spirit come into his life. And what happens? He begins to transform. By Acts 2, by the time Acts 2 rolls around, uh, Peter's received the Holy Spirit, and he's looking at the same people who crucified Jesus and saying he really was Lord. Um, that's growth. Uh, you could go to Hebrews 6.1. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity. Not laying again a foundation. Oh, I don't want to get into the rest of it, but but I love this little part that I want to zoom in on. Um, it says beyond the elementary teachings about Christ, meaning there are layers and levels to a walk with Jesus. And the writer of Hebrews is saying it's time to get to deeper levels. Um, this is, uh, I'm going to step on some toes here, but maybe you've seen that kid who stays sucking his thumb just a little too long. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe you've been at a swimming pool and you've noticed that there's a baby pool and it's four babies and there's an adult pool and it's four people who are grown. And if you see a grown person spending most of their time in the baby pool, you know they have a serious issue. And come on, I think that's what the Bible is calling us to in our faith. There is a time when we are challenged by Scripture to step in to the big pool, um, to quit splashing around with the little kids, and to actually grow. All right. So, okay, let's say I'm tracking with you that you, growth is something we're wired for. The Bible commands us to growth. It's something that God desires for us. But, like, cards on the table, single best reason that we should be growing spiritually, what would you say? Uh, I would, I would point to one of my favorite books on Christian spirituality. It's called True Faced. Uh, it's a pun on Two Faced, but with True T R U E Faced. I forget the authors off the top of my head, but I got on Kindle this morning and ripped out um, this clip, and I think they say it best. Um, the long story short is simply this. The more you mature, the more you can step into your God-given purpose and destiny. Uh, but they say it so well, and I'll break it down with you, and feel free to jump in if I miss something. It begins like this. It says, God has a ticket of destiny with your name written on it, no matter how old, how broken, how tired, how frightened you are. No matter how many times you have failed, God dearly longs for the day when he gets to hand you that ticket, smile, and whisper into your ear, you have no idea how long I've waited to hand this to you. Have a blast. I've already seen what you get to do. It's better than anything you could have dreamed. Now hurry up and get on that train. Um, so that's part one. Um, and I believe this wholeheartedly. On Sundays preaching, on Sundays walking our courtyard, I feel that. I feel the weight or the, the idea that God has a plan, a mind-blowing plan for every single person um, who walks into our church every single day. But they go on and they, they explain this about that plan. It says, God's dreams for you ultimately are not really about you. Oh, don't misunderstand. They'll bring you some of the best days of your life. You will be fulfilled beyond an imagine, any imaginable expectations. But God's dreams take form only when they are about others, the benefit of others, loving them, guiding them, serving them, influencing them, filling their heads with dreams and hopes. There are other types of God dreams, but nothing less 
or there are other types of dreams, but nothing, nothing less than that will compel or attract or even seem worthy of what God's put in your heart when you realize that his dreams are ultimately for, for you to be a blessing to other people. So that's part two. God has a dream for everyone. Um, these dreams are about us being a blessing to other people. And then in, in the end of this little clip, they bring about why spiritual maturity really matters. They say, think about it. God's dreams for us reflect his heart. If we're not maturing in sync with his heart, how could we distinguish other-centered dreams from self-centered dreams? God wants to reveal himself to us in authenticity because one of God's dreams is that we would influence others more out of who we are than what we do. So above all else, your destiny requires that you be a maturing person. The father wants us to mature into the likeness of his son. That's a quote from the Bible, because he can't release us into his dreams for us unless we're maturing. All right. So just to kind of bring this all to a wrap and to kind of end it for this week, I'm going to throw you a super softball question. Let's say someone listened to all of this and they're like, yes, this sounds great. How would I go about finding out some mature or finding some maturity? What's one step, Matt, that you could recommend for them to be able to better listen to God and walk with him? I would say, you know what you should do is go to walking with the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's a special training we're doing four times this month. Shout out to all of Momentum. Uh, our goal is 50 people. We got 14 people to sign up on our first push. That doesn't sound like a lot of people, but by Momentum standard as it is, because y'all wait till the very last minute and the very last class, and then everybody goes to that one. Um, I don't think we've ever had 14 people sign up for anything the first day we announced it. So um, the Lord is moving, and I would say if you want to grow, this is such a great opportunity. Jeremy's leading a training we're doing called Walking with the Holy Spirit. He did it with our staff team. It was incredible. I I, I walked away from it. I go, yeah, I've heard that before. But then I went home and I actually did um, this kind of routine or practice for walking with the Holy Spirit. And it changed me immediately. Uh, we walked through this with some of our college-age young adult kids, and they keep talking about it. And uh, we just got to the point where we're like, holy cow, how cool would it be if every single Momentum member knew how to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and how to respond to it. And so if you go to walking with the Holy Spirit, uh, that's what you're going to walk away with. You're going to walk away knowing how to hear God's voice and respond to it in your day-to-day life. And I believe personally God's communicating with us way more than we realize. Um, and, and He is constantly revealing Himself, constantly desiring to guide us. And so when you have the right tools and you know what you're looking for, you'll be blown away by how much God you see in your life. So all that being said, uh, one episode of the Step In, Step In, Step In, Step In, Step In, Get to Step In. Okay, uh, thanks to the sponsors. That's no one again. And we love you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next time on Step In, Step Up. Pick.